You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. Well, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. So, number one, one category is that God will initiate healing sometimes on His own. And it'll work just for anybody. I mean, they don't even have to be a Christian. I've seen people raised up, you know, and doctors themselves just shook their heads and I can't understand. Did he beat anything I've ever seen in my life? You notice here that the first one in got healed. That was the only qualification. The first one in the pool got healed. You know, we'd say saved or unsaved. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. You know, very often, uh, people make that mistake. They've been talking to somebody. An old friend of mine said recently, he was traveling on the airplane somewhere with somebody, you know, and they was, they was traveling on the, uh, you know, they weren't traveling in first class, they were traveling back there, you know, where there's three seats together, you know, and he's sitting there, this fellow is looking out the window, and his friend is traveling with him, they're, they're, they're businessmen, and they're saved men, they're Christian men, in fact, they're going to a full gospel business men's convention, where are they going? Or just full gospel business men's meetings, and and so one of them sitting there looking out the airplane window, you know, just, you know, mind wandering around. And this one sitting in the middle now, he struck up a conversation with the person on the outside and, and began to finally ask them if they were Christian, they weren't, and preached to them for a while, you know, witnessed to them, really preached to them for, oh, 15, 20 minutes. And, you know, they began, the person began to weep, you know. And, and, and so then he said to the other, said, they want to get saved, said, you pray for them. Well, he wasn't even paying attention to Congress. You know, he got no anointing on him, you know. He just, he just his mind's wandering all off somewhere. Well, that's foolish. Are you listening to him? You've been talking to somebody and witnessing to somebody. You go ahead. The anointing's on you to minister to them. Don't come up and say, well, again, would you, people do that on Would you minister to them? Well, I haven't been talking to them. I don't know where they are. There's no anointing on me to minister to that individual. God wants to use you. Did you understand that? You need to get that. You need to understand that. So this other man, like you said, said, man, I didn't, I didn't feel anything. I wasn't even thinking about the things of God. He's looking out, you know, and observing things of nature and, and, and so on and so forth. And, and he's not, you know, I mean, he had to almost go up two or three times and took him a little while to get, try to get in gear. <laughs> so uh, actually... If you don't know how to lead a person to the Lord, well, you better not even be witnessing to them. Because, you know, the Bible talks about, Jesus said, I'll make you fishers of men. And, you know, it'd be foolish for you to go fishing if you didn't know how to land a fish. You know what I mean? I mean, you'd just be sitting out there wasting your time. And so you should be expert enough in ministering to people, whether it's praying for their healing, whether it's getting them saved, praying for the needs or whatever, that if you're the one that's ministering to them, you're the one that's talking to them, when you can see the times come for to reel them in, bless God, just start bringing fish in. You do it. That'd be silly, a fella going out here fishing. You take Bill, we'll say he went fishing out here, you see. And he throwed, you know, cast that thing out there, you know, and a fish got onto it, you know, and he laid it down and runs. said, I'm going to run in and get Brother Hagin to reel that in for me. Well, the time we got back out there, while they're probably reel and everything's gone. You know what I mean? See what I'm talking about? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, 
Let's stop and think just a little bit about this. Uh, let, let's see how the disciples put that into practice because we're supposed to do the same thing. Now notice the word there. Uh, we've been talking about the teaching side. Let, let's do this. You turn over to the 14th chapter of Acts. And while you're turning to the 14th chapter of Acts, we'll sum up what we've said here last week and this week down till now. You'll find that under the ministry of Jesus, now there, there are about seven different methods all through the Bible. Uh, that is the New Testament of receiving healing. But you'll find here in the four Gospels that these healings came under about four different categories. Now, first of all, you'll find like that the pool of Bethesda, and here's five porches full of people, and an angel comes down from heaven. Now, God didn't promise that. There's nothing in the Bible that said he'd ever do that. But you see, First of all, God does because he is a sovereign, divine, sovereign being. In his divine sovereignty, he initiates some things on his own sometimes. Amen. Isn't that right? Now, who does this work for? Well, notice it just worked for one at a time. Isn't that strange? Well, now, how come it just worked for one time? I don't know. I didn't do it. God did. So if you want to know, go ask him. Well, one fellow said to me, oh, Brother Hagin, you go ask him for him. I said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not in this little petty things like that. I wouldn't even insult the Father by talking to him about it. He's God. He can do what he wants to. As long as he doesn't violate his word or make himself out a liar. And healing's right in line with his word. And I already know without asking him that he does things as signs and wonders sometimes. Just trying to inspire people to believe. To help them to know that he is alive, to demonstrate his power. Are you listening to me? And if he wanted me to know anything beyond that, he'd tell me. And if he doesn't, I'm not going to seek it, and it's in none of my business. You know, we'd just do what the Bible said, tend their own business, and leave the other fellows and God's alone. We'd be a whole lot better off. Well, don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. So, number one, one category is that God will initiate healing sometimes on his own. And it'll work just for anybody. I mean, they don't even have to be a Christian. I've seen people raised up, you know, and doctors themselves just shook their heads and I can't understand this. You beats anything I've ever seen in my life. You notice here that the first one in got healed. That was the only qualification. The first one in the pool got healed. You know, we'd say saved or unsaved. Pretty or ugly. Man or woman. Rich or poor. Whatever. The first one in got healed. And you'll see things all along through life work just like that. You'll wonder how in the world come it to happen. But uh, just leave it alone. God knows what he's doing. Praise God. Now then secondly, see now that was the divine sovereignty of God at work. Now secondly, Jesus came here anointed by the Spirit of God. And so you'll find that manifested first, you see, this angel coming down and Trouble in the water and folks stepping in and getting healed was a demonstration of God's power and might and ability. Now then, Jesus, anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, walked up to that pool because he's anointed with the Holy Ghost. Then the Holy Ghost manifests himself through him in what the Bible calls gifts of the Spirit as are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. And if you'll examine the four Gospels carefully, you'll find all of the gifts of the Spirit were manifested through him except tongues and interpretation. Tongues and interpretation are distinctive to this Holy Ghost dispensation in which we are living. So here you see, first of all, 
the word of knowledge manifested through him. He knew, it says, that this man had been in that case for a long time, or in that condition for a long time. Yeah, but some folks said, yeah, but Jesus is the Son of God. Being the Son of God, he ought to know everything. Well, he was the Son of God, but he, we looked at Scripture here and several different translations. It brings out the thought that when he came into this world, he laid aside his mighty power and glory. He stripped himself of his divine glory and majesty and became like human beings. That is, he didn't know any more than any other human being did. It was only after he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus and asked the Holy Ghost and power went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil. It was after he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power that he went about doing these miraculous things, you see. So, first of all, one of the gifts of the Spirit is the word of knowledge. The word of knowledge is a supernatural revelation concerning or facts, concerning people, places, or things. God doesn't reveal everything to you, he knows, but he just lets you know what you need to know. So he knew by the Spirit of God that the man had been in that case for a long time. Secondly, you'll find gifts of healings here. Notice he didn't preach to the man. Notice he didn't teach the man. Notice he doesn't say anything about the man's faith. Later on, he found him in the temple because the man didn't even know who had healed him. You know, the Jews saw him carrying his bed and stopped him, said it's unlawful you'd carry your bed on the Sabbath day. And uh, he said, the man that made me whole told me to take up a bed. Well, he said, who was it? Who was it that made you whole and told you to take up your bed? Who is that man? He said, I don't know. I don't know who he was. Because said, the scripture said, we read it, he conveyed himself away. The multitude being there. Conveyed himself. In other words, he stepped away. In other words, Jesus only ministered to one man. He walked off and left five porches full of sick people. You see, when you're ministering under the anointing of the Spirit of God with gifts of healing, you can only minister to those to whom the Spirit manifests itself. You can't make that work just to any and everybody. Are you listening? You know, we bring out different illustrations sometimes in our own ministry. Praise the Lord, where the Spirit of God has spoken to us, you see. And folks have gotten right up and walked off a deathbed, got right up and walked off of stretchers. Well, now, why didn't I minister to everybody there? It's that same condition. I remember one, one time, just, uh, just a couple of years back, over a five-week period, we had five people that walked out of wheelchairs, one, you know, over each week. And yet, right on the other hand, there were other people sitting there in the wheelchairs that didn't walk out of the wheelchair, and some of them afterwards were healed. I mean, the healing was manifested after. Now, why didn't you, you see, uh, minister to those others? I had no leading. Or the Spirit didn't say anything to me about those. In fact, if I lay hands on people, I just lay hands on them and go on. I never tell them to get up or walk. Now, notice Jesus said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, why did he do that? Because the Spirit told him to. He's motivated by the Spirit of God. Now, why did I just deal with one person when there's five or six people sitting there in a wheelchair? I laid hands on all of them to pray for the healing because the Scripture said do it. But I dealt with only one of them, and that one did get up, rise up, and walk because that's the only one that the Spirit of God said. So I couldn't, in the Spirit, deal with the others. Can you understand that? You can't do it unless the Spirit says so. Now, see, a lot of times you can see people trying it within themselves, and you notice they never succeed. Amen. And so, therefore, when gifts of the Spirit are in manifestation, and that's the second way, second category here, then you can only minister to the ones that the Spirit says minister to. It'll work for that one. That manifestation is a manifestation of the gifts of healing for that one then at the moment. You'll notice that sometimes in large crowds of several thousand people, that sometimes four or five are healed and everybody else isn't. Not that way. They could be healed, but not that way. Now notice this one man was healed among these five porches full of people that way. None of the rest of them were. 
And so you see Jesus then ministered under that anointing with the Spirit of God and gifts of the Spirit as the Spirit wills. But that's not the only way he ministered. Only a small portion of those that were healed under his ministry were healed that way. We know from reading the four Gospels and studying them carefully that there are 19 individual cases of healing. And out of the 19, the faith of the individual spoken of. They were healed on their faith. They were healed on their faith. Now notice Jesus never said he found this man in the temple later on and revealed himself to him. I'm the one that made you whole and said to him, go and sin no more lest a worse thing come unto you. Never did say a word about his faith, did he? Did he? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagen. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagen, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. April 8th through the 10th, yeah. here on this campus, Rama College Weekend. Okay, yep. and you can go to rbdc.org slash trendsetters, register, get all kinds of information, yes. everything that's going on. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.